communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. When you walk in the room, love walks in with you.
Keologus crack, folks, on a Saturday morning. C- very crisp out there now. Very crisp. Minus oh, 15 with the wind chill, I think it is. Uh, it is too cold. Lovely old tune there, buddy. Not bad now. The Water Boys with um, Love Walks In. Huh? Good Lord. You know why, though, don't you? No. The theme this week huh? has to be Valentine's Day. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, a lot Ooh. of love in the room. Oh, but the you, you need to be knowing that now. I know, Newly yeah. married and all that. <coughs> it is coming Forgot up. about that. On... Um, on what you call a Thursday, right? So, now, off the top of the show, though, very special guest. Yep. Big announcement. Big announcement. Yeah, we've and got uh, the uh, <coughs> the uh, the man himself, Mr. Cormac Monaghan, because um, there's two big announcements they make on this uh, show. One is the uh, Ireland Person of the Year, and the other is the Flag Raiser, and it comes in that order. And uh, good morning, Cormac. How are you doing? We have a big announcement. Hi, Mark. Hi, Ken. Good morning. White how are you smoke. Guys? White smoke, right? Yes, white smoke has emerged from the Sistine Chapel. Yep, yep. <laughs> Very good. How are you doing, pal? All right. Fresh back off the plane from Italy. Um, I'm doing good. A bit under the weather this morning, actually. Just as you were mentioning, it, it is particularly cold out there. Colder than I was expecting. I was out earlier and I just, uh, yeah, need to get back indoors. Definitely, yeah. You want to be staying yeah. warm. But hopefully yeah. the weather will improve now for the big day coming up. Yeah, and, hopefully uh, it's, uh, it can't get any much colder anyway. Um, so, yeah, 3rd of March, we're on uh the yeah, tickets, first Irish person of the year. How are the tickets going? The usual, you know, it's a good, uh, we're kind of comparable to earlier years and we're three weeks out now this weekend. So this is where mm. it's kind of the push, the rubber starts hitting the road and, uh, oh, yeah. y- you know, you elevate the panic levels a bit like anyone organizing any event in the community knows the Irish don't uh, book any earlier than they have to. But uh, yeah, I certainly like to encourage <laughs> all your listeners to uh, send us an email at ipoytoronto at gmail.com to Come on out and honor Geraldine Brown and uh, the, the flag raiser who we'll discuss momentarily. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's actually going quite well, but, uh, you know, the push is on and uh, looking forward to getting a good turnout on the day. Yeah, good no, man. we definitely uh, want to see a big turnout. We had Geraldine on the show last week and she's busy, oh, of course, uh, yeah, preparing yeah. for the land grabber yeah. as well. And she was even saying... Yeah, she's a, she's a busy lady, that's for yeah. sure. Mm. Yeah, even the morning of the of the luncheon, she'll still be down there. So, uh, anyway... Oh, God. Yeah. We uh we want a big a big turnout for Geraldine. She's uh well deserved there now, and uh, we want to see a crowd out. But you have a big announcement because at uh, yes. it's eleven o'clock, right? We do the flag raising at City Hall. Yeah, and actually just before I announce that, um, there'll be a slight change on the day. Okay, we won't be at the flagpole we're ordinarily at. We'll be just at, you know in the same square, obviously, but we'll be just at the south end of the square at a different flagpole, and you know we'll remind your listeners of that in the run-up to the event, but uh, I just thought I'd squeeze it in there now. But okay. our flag raiser on the day is a very special man in our community, uh, well-known to everyone from his uh, annual photograph in the Toronto newspapers uh, the morning after our parade, none other than Pascal Brogan. Hey. Uh, oh, wow. A proud Irish man, a proud Dubliner, and a fantastic contributor to this community over the years, not just, obviously, for the joy he brings to the streets of Toronto when he dresses up as the the, the lep and leprechaun every year, but you know, just the work he does, uh, very particularly Carabram over the years. I believe he was a key figure in that, and uh, just a super nice guy. I just got to know him over the last few days, I must admit, just through phone calls. But he's just a, a complete gentleman and so deserving of recognition. So we're delighted he's accepted. And uh, yes, Pascal Brogan will be raising the Irish flag at City Hall on Sunday, March 3rd. At 11 a.m. Well, well that's done. wonderful, Cormac. Yeah. Well done to you and your committee. He probably is one of the most photographed yeah. Irish men around this be. city, yeah. would you say? I would say he is, yeah. You know, as I said to him on the phone, if you've got it, flaunt it. And he certainly does. Uh, he, uh, he's got that camera magnetism, I think. And just, you know, obviously the suit is one thing, but it's just an infectious joy, I think, he brings to it, like the, that leap no he doubt. does. And, uh, yeah, he's just got charisma and... Uh, 
for sure the cameras love it and uh, I think the community and everyone that's got to know him loves it too so yeah, yeah I think I you're think, right yeah. yeah great choice great choice uh, Cormac as usual well done to you and the committee uh, there'll be much. a great crowd out there to see to see Pascal and um, and Geraldine on the big day that's wonderful well done yeah keep us Thank posted you. now on, on that new location too we don't want people getting lost or anything like that no exactly yeah and, and the reason for it is that Sunday March 3rd is the Bulgarian national holiday uh, and uh, they are they've got the, the other flagpole you know because the 3rd of March is not our national holiday as such. Right. so yeah Mm. Um, so we have a bit of competition that day. There won't be any do, breakout yeah, so of war or anything ab- like that, no? Well, in the absence of Ireland annexing uh, Bulgaria in the next couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see the top ground to them. But anyway, we'll uh, you know we'll make a special occasion of it uh, wherever we are, needless to say. Absolutely, Cormac. And, uh, Cormac, and yeah. you know something else too? There'll be a lot less fellas out of breath going up that you know that hill there. <laughs> so That's true. It might yeah. suit us as we get a wee bit older, you know. Might yeah, suit us yeah, to be down exactly. on the flat. Yeah, very true. <laughs> well, all right. True. Good man, Cormac. Okay, Thanks for doing this. So that's good. No hey, uh, how do you, what do you fancy now tomorrow? Curry in Dublin? Or is it today, actually? Maybe it's today's game. I think that's today. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, actually, it wasn't, it was the, the club semi-final, I think, is tomorrow, too. That Longford team are on again, right? It'll be interesting. To yeah, see if they yes, can, that's uh, right. Yeah. Keep the, I'd love to see them uh, go all the way. But uh, Curry Dublin, I, I don't know, it's hard to see. I suppose Monaghan beat us a few weeks ago, but um, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see uh, the Dubs getting a run for their money, to be honest, and not having it uh, too easy. So hopefully yeah. carry uh, back to former glories. Mm. My goodness. Huh? You don't often hear a, a dub saying that stuff now, do you? No, no. Huh? no Very honest I'd opinion. I'd like to see everyone that. else kind of catch up with this, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm wearing my Irish Voice of the Year hat, so I have to see. <laughs> ah, neutral, man. yes. Good man. Yeah. Diplomacy. And the, uh, yeah. the Irish... Rugby team, were you watching uh, any of that or listening into any of no, the, the big games? No, I was hoping to morning? go down to Dermot Donnelly's, but I didn't get organised enough in time. So, no, I listened to it on RTE Live there for most of it. Mm. Uh, it sounded a bit disjointed, but I guess we got the, the win, which is the main thing. Did Donnelly give you an invite to go down and watch that match? I think he did, yeah. yeah. My goodness, huh? Wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to get on to him. He told about me that. not to tell you guys, but sorry. <laughs> there, there you go, yeah. you've announced it now on air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you yeah. go. Well, Cormac, you were—you uh, even said there, you know, when you gave us the the news last night that um, that Pascal was going to be the the flag raiser that we might pick out a, a Dublin song, and it's yeah. you know it's quite funny that um, he uh, when you when you suggested that I looked at already because I had the music already done, and I had a Dublin song on, and um, it is uh, um, Raglan Road. Which is uh, written by the poem is of course written by Patrick Kavanagh, and um, he actually Pascal's from you were saying from Gardner Street, yes. And Patrick Kavanagh mentions Gardner Street in another one of his poems called "Memory of My Father," and uh, and uh, Raglan Road is only about a nine-minute drive from Gardner Street as well. Yeah, Mm. isn't it funny that I had already uh, had already. You're a very literary source now, looking up all those poetic references. See that he doesn't now. he doesn't have to look it up, Cormac. It's all there. It's all the back. Right. You have to dig a little deep in the back of the mind. You're you leaving know. cert uh, English. He's so coming back to you now. <laughs> he's a walking Google. This man. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Pascal's on the heart of uh, Northside Dublin, there, Gardner Street, and uh, yeah, living in Toronto now for the best part of sixty years. But he's still a proud dog, I know, and yeah. so I'm sure he'd appreciate this tune. Brilliant, indeed, yeah. And there's a great singer, and in fact, this young lady is um, is coming to town in in March. Uh, the Ireland uh, Park Foundation are having a, a big night that I'm sure you're familiar with, Cormac. And we'll announce right. that in Shabale. the calendar. And Shabale, yeah, and I, yeah. and uh, she sings on Raglan Road here, and it's uh, fabulous. So we'll send this out to Pascal. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Cormac. Thanks we'll for calling. Okay, weeks. man. Yep. Talk to you soon. All the best. Well. Good luck.
parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. Oh, if I had the money enough to That sorely has my heart beguiled Her rosy cheeks and ruby lips She alone has my heart enthroned So fair Parting glass Good night and joy Be with you The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, well, of course, that wasn't... um Raglan Road, I did have it lined up. We'll play it play right it after yeah. After this. But um, Keeping it was people under Chabelle. toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a couple of people calling in and saying, what are you talking about there? That's not that's not the right thing at all. <laughs> anyway, no, that was Part and Glass by Chabelle. And she is coming Thursday, uh, March the 14th, to an Ireland Fund event. And she'll be there singing. Beautiful voice. All right, it's time to go to Ottawa and get the news from Desmond Boy. Very good morning to you, Desmond. And very good morning to you too down there, lads. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning, we have late-breaking rugby news. As Cormac Monaghan mentioned up at the top, Ireland has beat Scotland, but we have a final score for you. Ireland 22, Scotland 13 at Murrayfield, keeping Ireland's Six Nations rugby hopes alive. 
In other news this morning, in health news, Ireland's 37,000 midwives and nurses were again walking the picket line as well as making their rounds, with two more days of strikes this week and three more on the way. The Psychiatric Nurses Association has also announced three strike dates, February 19th, 20th and 21st. Its members have only been refusing to work overtime hours beforehand. The 6,000 psychiatric nurses will walk out in tandem with the other nurses. For the later strike dates, on Friday, talks at the Labour Court adjourned after nine hours of engagement, according to RTE News. The talks are set to resume this Saturday afternoon, Irish time, over matters ranging from pay to recruitment to retention. Both unions are planning to hold a rally, which is ongoing right now, and march in Dublin from the Garden of Remembrance to Leinster House on Saturday to highlight the demands. Well, it was a busy travel week for both Tisha Leo Varadkar and British Prime Minister Theresa May. The two met in Dublin at Farmley House for dinner dates to discuss Brexit and the Northern Ireland Assembly on Friday night. The talks were described as warm and productive. Varadkar had just returned from the North the same day, where he had met with Ulster's five main political parties for Brexit talks. The so-called backstop and the desire to prevent the return of a hard border on the island of Ireland remains the main sticking point. Earlier this week, May herself had been in Belfast giving a speech to a business audience. She said she wanted to change the backstop, not remove it entirely, and said she remained committed to the Good Friday Agreement and keeping an open border. She also floated the possibility of Ireland and Britain launching a joint bid for the 2030 FIFA World Cup, according to The Guardian. In other political news, Tisha Glee of Radcar this week said that he had, quote, absolute confidence in Health Minister Simon Harris, even as the controversy over cost overruns at the National Children's Hospital continued. It came after Sinn Féin President Mary Lou MacDonald wrote to Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin, asking if his party had confidence in Harris, and if his party, which essentially keeps the Fine Gael government afloat, would support a no-confidence motion in Harris. The Irish Times reported this week that health officials discussed the potential overspend on the hospital almost a year before Harris said he was informed of the cost overruns last November. A memo from August 2017 showed that the construction budget was then pegged at 191 million euros above the previous estimate. The memo also showed that the main builders had submitted additional costs to the tune of 200 million euros, bringing the total overrun to 391 million at the time. In our local news matters segment, we follow in Leo and Teresa's footsteps. They were both in Belfast last week, and so we too are heading up north to Belfast, and Ulster specifically. You've heard of the New Kids on the Block? Well, get ready for New Kids in the Cell Block, with seven kid goats being born at the High Bankwood College Young Offenders Centre outside of Belfast. The Belfast Telegraph reports that two inmates helped deliver the baby goats recently. They have been learning animal husbandry as part of their rehabilitation. Goats were introduced at the facility two years ago. Vocational training officer and farmer Ricky Graham has been working with the students. The two young men are working towards qualifications in animal husbandry. Another story of great young people now to give you, as we would like to wish Eve Flood of Thornhill College in Derry, Zhu He, that's Chinese for congratulations, but then she already knew that. The Derry Journal reports that the student has been named, quote, the best Mandarin speaker in the UK. She came in first in the beginners category of the HSBC British Council Mandarin Speaking Competition held at the British Museum in London this past Thursday. Flood has been learning the language for about a year and has won a week-long trip to China's capital, Beijing, as the top prize. This was her first time ever competing in a public speaking competition in any language. Now, over to County Down, where it turns out that everybody loves a clown, but did the local council really need to spend £2,100 to study them? According to the Times, consultants were paid by Newry, Lorne and Down District Council to do an economic impact report for a clown festival and comedy night. The festival had requested sponsorship money from the council, and economic impact assessments were carried out on all tourism events following the amalgamation of several northern councils to determine if it was value for money which is no laughing matter, apparently. In County Monaghan, the historic market house near the entrance to Hope Castle in Castle Blaney has been fenced off because of fears the building may collapse. The Northern Standard reports that an internal wall had collapsed, leading to public safety fears following an investigation by Monaghan County Council, who owns the historic house, which was built in 1790. The newly unveiled statue to famed country and western singer Big Tom, which is on the premises, has also been roped off as a precaution. In 
County Down still down. Patrick traders are not happy with the local council's decision to hold the St. Patrick's Day Parade on March 17th, which this year falls on a Sunday, which many, when many businesses are closed. According to the Down Recorder, while the parade in Newry will also go ahead on the Sunday in Armagh City, the decision was made to hold the parade on the Saturday. Adding to concerns is that Down Patrick will hold two major events the same day, the parade at 1pm and Jimmy's 10k road race, which starts at morning. Traders are concerned since many of them enjoy their busiest day of the year on parade day. Interestingly, the town's ecumenical church service at Down Cathedral will be held on Monday. Well, just as St. Patrick was a missionary, so too, it seems, is Dr. Brian McElroy doing God's work. The Down Recorder also reports that McElroy joined 60 other chiropractors from across Europe to offer much-needed care and treatment to the poor and sick at a massive Hindu festival in Mumbai, India. McElroy owns Premier Chiropractic Centre on St. Patrick's Avenue in Down Patrick, and he estimated that he treated thousands of people who sought his help. Some waited hours in 35-degree weather for help, and some literally kissed his feet after their treatment. Now returned from his passage to India, he said he had a new appreciation for his life in the West. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan go foil. Of an autumn day I met her first and knew That her dark hair would weave a smear That I might one day I saw the danger I see her walking now. 
sound there and that of course was Raglan Road by um, uh, uh, an eclectic group of people there I talked about uh, Tradfest been on there a couple of weeks ago mm. up in Dublin in Temple Bar I don't know if you recognised any of them voices there Marco but there was uh, Paddy Casey Phelan Drew the son hokey Ronnie Drew Ronnie's that, son that speaking part there Eleanor McAvoy was there Loa Shabale who I talked about earlier Sean O'Shea Luan Parley and uh, a few others in there as well. So, beautiful. All right, we have another special guest yeah. on now. Absolutely. And um, we had him on last year. And uh, I love this time of year, particularly in my business. Um, actually, this fella here, his dad is also from uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland as well. Oh, very good. Yeah, great old uh, alignment here we have on this particular interview. But joining me on the line now to talk about the 2019 Canadian International Auto Show, which has taken place. Um, actually, we're going to be at a big event there next Thursday night. We'll all be there wearing the tuxedos and the shirts and the oh, ties. Nice Fierce night. Dave always looks his best. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? I haven't spoken to you in a while. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about you, Mark. I'm talking about Ken. Oh, Ken. Yeah, sorry, yeah. See, Mark, it's not always about you. you know. uh, well, you I should know that by now. It should be about me a little bit more than it is, Dave, to be the last time I, I saw you was uh, we were in the back of beyond, weren't we? I think so. Oh. I think so. I'm, I'm, if I recall, Abby leaks. My God Almighty! Huh? I'm surprised yeah, both of us made it out of there alive. It was a close call, that's for sure. <laughs> I can tell you that they're uh, they're still talking about not you over there, but your wife actually, Dave. A little bit more. So <laughs> well, she makes a much stronger stronger impression than I do. <laughs> she, sure, she sure does. Um, listen, um, the uh, Canadian International Auto Show. Uh, it will be officially open to the public uh, next Friday. And um, I had you on the show last year, and we talked a little bit about the numbers. How are you looking for, uh, how, first of all, what, what kind of numbers did you get through the show last year, Dave? It was a lot of interest, was there? Yeah, no, it was, it was the biggest year ever in the 40, at the wow. time of the 45-year history of the show. There was 359,000 people that came through over the 10 days. So it was a big one, and, and uh, you know what, Mark, we're expecting another big one this year. It's uh, The market in Canada is, is, is not just consistent, but it's very, very strong for the manufacturers. There's yeah. a... Uh, and you know, obviously a strong show-going culture, but there's also a love for the automobile. Mm-hmm. So the show, I mean, a lot of people, I, I guess, look at the show and they think it's a, it's, it's a show for people who are in the market to buy a car. And uh, although that might be true to a degree, this is, this, is, this is all about a lot more than that, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the, the number one reason why people come to the show is to see the new cars and light trucks that are available in the Canadian marketplace. But we have a commitment uh, to the industry, to the you know, the, uh, the public uh, within the, the marketing area of the auto show to present what we call the total automotive experience. So whether you're in the market to buy a car or not, I mean, there's obviously a strong classics display this year, what we call icons. And the icons collection is, is somewhat eclectic, actually. It's a presentation of cars over the last, oh, I guess, probably... Um, close to 90 years, and, and those cars that really changed the auto industry, that had a significant impact in the auto industry. So it's a, it's a great presentation for those that want to look back into the years uh, years ago. Uh, of course, those that want to dream, we have Auto Exotica. We're really the only event in North America that makes this commitment to the exotic uh, car presence. And, uh, you know, this year we've got a special, a special treat coming in for those uh, exotic enthusiasts, and it's called the Devil 16. We're flying it in. Gee, I hope it's in the air right now, but uh, we're <laughs> flying it in from Dubai, and uh, they're quoting this as having 5,000 horsepower, and, and uh, you know, but it's it, it's truly going to be not even a not even a, a what they call supercar within the supercar category, but a hypercar. And uh, I think if you're looking at it from a fan perspective or a family perspective, we've got something that's really cool this year. They just unveiled it first thing this morning, took it out of the crate, and that's the Lego Bugatti Chiron. <laughs> it's a full full scale one to one Bugatti Chiron, but it's made of Lego, Lego <laughs> oh, technique. My goodness. 
more than a million pieces uh, of Lego into this one car, and you have to see it because, uh, you know, it's, it's just a spectacle. Fantastic. That's brilliant. Well, that's certainly worth the visit. What's, um, what are the main themes are you seeing? I mean, I know... Um, you know, battery operation has been very prevalent. Uh, electric, uh, still, still the strong themes. Uh, you see, you're seeing still, you know, far more presence of that type of activity at the show. Yeah, electri- electrification of automobiles is certainly growing. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, it's a relatively small part of the market in terms of sales volume, but there's growth every year. So, electric vehicles. We've got an electric vehicle test drive program right from the show. There's more. I guess there's 18 electric vehicles that uh, consumers can test. Wow. Right from the show, so that's a that's a great opportunity because there's still so many questions around electric vehicles, mm-hmm. you know, and primarily around the range. How far can I drive? And yep. you know, if I have an electric vehicle, and 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 how does that differ in the cold weather? And you know, looking at the operating features, uh, people just have uh, you know numerous questions uh, ready for manufacturers. So that's that's something that's happening in the industry right now. And of course, everybody's still talking about autonomous vehicles. Autonomy is still uh, at the top of the the mm-hmm. uh, the questions was how long will we be driving or how long before cars are driving for us, and uh, you know people don't realize this within your listening area, but Southern Ontario market is one of the strongest uh, suppliers of autonomous parts and and uh, uh, wow. uh, pieces for autonomous vehicles, and there's a really strong support given by the Ontario government uh, through the OCE, which is the Centers for Excellence, to what they call Avent. Mm-hmm. And the autonomous vehicle uh, industry network, and so it's a, uh, and it's all committed to autonomous vehicles. Brilliant! That's incredible. So, um, what are the critical dates, uh, Dave? It opens Friday morning, right? Yeah, we're going to open this Friday. This coming Friday at uh, at twelve noon. Uh, the show is open every day until ten p.m. And of course, on the closing Sunday, the twenty fourth, we're going to shut it down at six p.m. Um, the big thing to note for this year uh, is that uh, we've got what we call $6 after 6. You can save $6 on general admission every evening after 6 p.m. And every evening there's going to be something special from firing up some of those exotic cars to nightly entertainment. So it's uh, it's really trying to create a, a balance of, of entertainment and content throughout the 10 days of the show. And good for all the family, too. You want to get the kids down there and plan their future uh, future automobile rides, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you if you want to you know, call it ditch the kids for a few hours, we've got the Volkswagen Children's Play Care Center. You can leave your kids there if they're provided oh, they're uh, three years to twelve years of age, Fantastic. and uh, wander about and experience the show uh, on your own. I never forget my my first auto show was the, within the first year of of me arriving here, and you had uh, the Batmobile was there, <laughs> and I, I came yeah. across that photograph recently actually, and and it's just yeah, great <laughs> old memory. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, that's the important thing, Ken, is everybody seems to have a memory of the auto show. I mean, there are numerous contests that are going on right now. What's your favorite memory from the car show? We get people saying, well, I met my first wife there. Another guy met my second wife there. So <laughs> there's all kinds of different stories out there. But it's, uh, it, is one of those, it is one of those iconic sort of moments in time. Yeah, yeah brilliant. All right, Dave. Well, listen, it's down at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre. It starts this Friday, the 15th, and runs right through till 6 p.m. on the 24th. And uh, the best of luck with the show. You're very good for doing this. Um, Thanks for supporting the show here as well. We really appreciate it. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate the time today. You take care, Davey. Thanks, pal. Good luck. Bye. Try to 
start another dream you stop this empty scheme got to go where the love is Continuing our theme of love songs and all that. Got to go where the love is, Mark. Brilliant. You know what they say. Huh? Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, uh, with the Irish winning today, that's a hat-trick of wins for uh, the Irish this weekend over the Scots. The uh, Noel McNamara's men, the under-20s, beat them 24-5 last night. And the women had a great win, bouncing back after that big loss against the English last week. They beat the Scots 22-5. Mm. And then you have uh, later this weekend, uh, France and England and Wales and Italy round out the L6 Nations. So, France and England is this weekend, is it? It is, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we'll be, we'll be we'll nice be enough. The we'll French could do us a favour. Yes, absolutely, you know? yeah. It'll be good. There is uh, no doubt that the biggest event on the Irish sporting calendar this weekend takes place in Port Leash tomorrow. Yeah, that's a massive game It's altogether. the visit of Sligo to Port Leash. Now, it's down. great now. The boys will be down. So they can kill two birds with one stone and go and visit all their friends in Portleash, right, in the prison. <laughs> and then they can head down oh, the road yeah. to O'Moore Park. Good. Indeed, yes. And uh, yeah. now your lads are, are I think for two, the, I think. I think the lads le- are let out for that game, are they? <laughs> I think so, too. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we are on two. Not a great start to the league. Yeah, no. So tomorrow's the, it's the big bounce back you had dad, You had down put to the sword and they yeah. uh, came back at you in the last minute or so oh. and, and got an old goal and a couple of points. Anyway, I think it'll be a good old game tomorrow. I hope You'll so. be very welcome now down to, to Leash. I'd say that. I've put the word out that I've survived it so the lads are feeling <laughs> a lot more comfortable about it now. Yeah, there'll be no, be no fighting now. Don't be sending down the gurriers, well, right? You know, there might be one or two. We'd be a bit. Now we'll we'll send in the farmers from the fields. For <laughs> we'll send them in after you. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, should be a cracker. And um, of course, uh, the May- now the Mayo Association dance is coming up very soon. Oh yeah. A- and I would say it'll be uh, they'll be coming out of the woodwork now. You see, because 
they have the chest out. Right. You know, it's all yeah. of a sudden now. It's they feeling good they, again. They popped Tyrone pretty good last week. Yeah. Yeah. The week before, they only beat Roscommon by a point. But now all of a sudden, they give Tyrone a drubbing and it's all Ireland all the way, you know. Yeah. That's the way they think. And a handy one this week, Cavan. Well, we'll huh? see now. We'll see. I'd say they'll beat Cavan all right yeah. now, but uh, we'll see. Okay. But they were very impressive last week and they've, uh, they're blooding some young lads there too. So, um, listen, I mean, a lot of people are saying that if anyone can beat the dubs, it's them. And, uh, you know, we'll see how they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You'll be wearing a bit yeah, of so red I'm and green, will you? I'm adopted now, yeah, oh, yeah. pretty all much. Right. Okay, that's right. good. Leash loose tomorrow now. We'll Ross will be, be happy to hear that. Thrilled. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he'd be thrilled. Next, you'll I'm be a Man United fan soon. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's flying high, I suppose, oh, on both God, fronts now, stop. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mayo and Manchester United. And um, did your lads win today now? Is it, it over? It looks good. 3-0 against Bournemouth. So Liverpool uh, doing the business there. And I, I want to give a shout-out to... Um, we had a call from Joe Reynolds earlier this morning to let oh. us know that uh, all the rugby matches are on down there at the embassy. And not only that, they'll be showing all the GA matches too. So down to the embassy great breakfast good pints down there deadly and uh catch up on all your your sporting activities and uh i know that it's it's also on at quinn steakhouse too the rugby has been shown over there so mm. get into the quinn establishments there and um get yourself in in a comfortable position and watch all the good rugby and gaelic football there uh all right good no hurling this weekend mark um no there's a, there's I think uh, actually no, there might be an old game. Uh, Leash might be playing awfully. I think tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll have to look that one up now. I'm, I'm not sure, yeah. but right. I'll, I'll, I'll be back to you on that. All right. Well, yesterday was the anniversary of my uh, my granddad's um, passing, and uh, I was oh. thinking about him, Jack Finan, oh, Dana, okay. as I called him. And uh, what did you call him? Dana. Dana. Yeah, when I was a wee baby, I couldn't get the old granddad <laughs> out, so I christened him Dana and it stuck with him <laughs> right to the day he passed away brilliant so, yeah everybody oh, called him Dana and uh, this was his wee party piece and uh, another nice little love song but uh, not by a, an Irish artist it's by um, oh who's singing this one here um, oh Where's Connie Francis that's Connie it. Francis yeah, alright yeah, yeah. anyway, very good here we go continues. It's the 2019 Canadian International Auto Show presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca. The biggest, the best. It's the passion within us. Auto Exotica presented by Castrol, the world's finest automobiles. Seen for the first time ever in North America, the Devil 16, a hypercar like no other. 
Visit the Allstate booth for your chance to win a one-year lease on the 2019 Volvo XC90. Terms and conditions apply. You're in good hands with Allstate. You pump, we pay. A chance to win free gas for a year from CAA. Win the gas, then try for a new ride. Imagine winning $50,000 towards your next new car in the TADA 50K giveaway. Light up the night every night with Sirius XM and save $6 on admission after 6 p.m. The 2019 Auto Show, presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca, the passion within us. Metro Toronto Convention Center, February 15th to 24th. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavorful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here we go with that Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And uh, Celtic Studies are having a weekend. It's actually this weekend, folks, and it uh, kicks off with a, um, a talk tonight. A keynote speaker is Dean Farrell, and that's down at the Charbonneau Lounge at St. Michael's College, 81 Mary Street. And that is a free event if you're going to that. For the, um, the re- remainder of the event, if you want to sign up for the whole weekend, there's a $10 cost, and uh, you can get more information there at uh, Celtic Studies. Uh, there's a dinner and everything else down at St. Basil's Church as well. So um, that Celtic Studies speaker series is uh, assisted financially from the Irish Cultural Society of Toronto. And tomorrow, February the, uh, the 10th of February, um, their, uh, their luncheon is taking place down there um, and that is at the PIMS Common Room. Uh, so uh, there's a whole bunch of student presentations and that. So go to Celtic.studies at utoronto.ca and they'll give you more information. Um, and then you've got the dancing. It's on every Monday at the Irish Club in Mississauga at the Emerald Senior Centre on Wednesdays and Tuesdays. It's down there in Hamilton at the Corktown Pub. You can contact um, Maureen Mulby O'Leary for more information. The Irish players are kicking off on the uh, um, February the 15th, Friday, February the 15th, with their very special open night reception. Tickets are $50 for that event, and it's on at 8 p.m., and you can check out their website, Toronto Irish Players. This is The Land Grabber, and it's directed by Kristen Chan and produced by our very own Irish Personal Year, Geraldine Brown. All right, there's a, a big uh, open door Cayley coming up on the 16th of February from 8 p.m. till 11.30. Everybody is welcome. And that's at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. There's a cash bar, Barry's Irish Tea. Music is by Jenny Melvin and Friends. And there'll be great dancing, Cayley and Seth and also <coughs> the Walton free parking. And it is TTC accessible. Give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205 or Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. And there will be a little workshop for beginners from 7.30 to 8 before all the Cayleys. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce in Toronto is having their AGM on the 21st of February at 6pm at P.G. O'Brien's Pub in the Fireplace Lounge that's upstairs on the second floor. The Mayo Pub Night is taking place on the 23rd of February in the Galway Arms. Michael Kelly will be the entertainment with lots of uh, prizes and crack and even home baking. Maybe Mark will begin there uh, doing the scones or something like that. Lorna Gaelga is uh, having a big event, and that's also taking place on the uh, 23rd of February at the Irish Senior Centre, and that is on the Danforth, 2454 Danforth Avenue, 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., $15 for adults, $10 for students, and that includes soup and sandwiches and tea. The 41st annual concelebrated Mass in honour of St. Patrick is taking place on Sunday, the 24th of February, and that's at half three. Principal celebrant and homilist is His uh, Eminence Thomas Cardinal Collins, the Archbishop of the Archdiocese of Toronto. There will be a blessing of uh, the shamrock. And, uh, of course, Ethna Heffernan will be there as your Irish harpist for the ceremony. And uh, you can get more information on that by giving them a shout at 416-769-8163. And that's all taking place, of course, at St. Celia's Church, 161 
Annette Street. The IPOY luncheon is taking place on the 3rd of March and Geraldine Brown will be honoured and as we heard earlier, Pascal Brogan will be the flag raiser and that will take place uh, before the luncheon. That uh, will be down at City Hall. Uh, tickets for the luncheon are $70 and you can give Angelo and Mary a call at 905-277-4727. The Irish Toronto Film Festival is on from March the 1st to the 3rd. And the Ireland Fund of Canada St. Patrick's Day luncheon is taking place on the 8th of March in the Metro Convention Centre. And of course you've got the parade on the 10th of March. And a little bit uh, later in that week, on the 14th, I mentioned uh, Shabelle. She'll be taking uh, part in an Ireland Park Foundation uh, celebration of Ireland and Canada. And that is uh, Thursday, the 14th of March, from 7 till 9 p.m. at the Western Harbour Castle in Toronto. And Friends of Sinn Féin are presenting The Wolf Tones. And that is on the 16th of March at the Estonia House. You can give Alan a call at 416-402-3729. And on the 17th of March, the Burlington Legion, their annual St. Patrick's Day dinner and dance is taking place. Get in touch with those folks down there. And you can get all the details of phone numbers and email addresses on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. If you have an event, send me an email, Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And I have an event here that didn't make it to your list, but it's usually on the third Sunday of every month. Um, there's a card game down at the, uh, the uh, Senior Centre there on Danforth Avenue. Uh, this one has been moved forward because of Family Day weekend. So instead of it being on the 17th, it'll be this Sunday, the 10th. Um, of February and um, it's at one o'clock in the afternoon again it's down at the senior centre on Danforth Avenue as well now I'd be very cautious going down to that now because uh, my father-in-law John Handy, he'd is be he? going down there and he'd be trying to subsidise uh, all his um, spend for the you know for the big uh, pub night that'll be on a little while later so just be very careful now he'll be on his game trying to fill the pockets deadly paying for all the pints down oh on Mayo yeah. night with coins and stuff Weighed down with it, he would be. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. One o'clock on uh, Sunday, the 10th, February, down uh, the card game. Down there. Yeah. Big stuff. Okay, folks, that's pretty much. Okay, 11.57, Kenny. Crazy. Now, we have a big change to announce. We'll we'll be talking about it. Yeah. On March the 2nd, folks, very important, um, the time for our radio show is going to be moved up one hour. So our show is going to be broadcast from 10 to 11 on Saturday mornings, effective March the 3rd. And on February the 23rd, mm-hmm. uh, Fairchild special. Radio were very kind to give us a two-hour slot from 10 to 11 and then from 11 to 12. So we'll have two hours of Irish radio on February the 23rd. Two hours And of we're us. trying to line up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anyone can't sticking wait. two hours of it. They can't wait. But um, anyway, so uh, we'll be announcing that as a reminder. But please spread the word in the community. Uh, we're delighted that we've been able to keep the show going. Uh, it was touch and go there for a while. Um, there have been some uh, changes here at Fairchild Radio, but we're absolutely thrilled. Um, and we will be continuing the show. It'll be one hour from 10 to 12. Same time as Hugo's show on a Sunday. We'll be doing it on a Saturday. So Deadly buzz. should be the easy to thing, remember. The best thing on a Saturday at 10 o'clock. Absolutely. Quick mention, too, to JustSocks.ca. Their program is on. It's freezing out there, folks. And as you know, um, mm. Terry Smith, and she was supposed to be on the show today, but she's dying of the flu. She needs to be wearing socks herself, maybe. Um, that runs until the 15th of February. So go to JustSocks.ca. $30 donation buys you 30 pairs of socks. Get in there and get that done. All right, folks, Slán. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Call Mrs. Johnson 
keep the kids a day or two Take the early flight to London Like the way we used to do Have room service, bring us breakfast Make love all We're not back in love by Monday We can go our separate ways If we're not back in love by Monday Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.